Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. He could get a little uncomfortable. This is Shop Therapy. Welcome to Session <laughs> 10. We made it. We made it to double, double digits. Ten, ten episodes. That's like a lot for us because yeah. we have worked. This is a lot. It is. I'm very proud of us. I'm very, very, very I'm going to follow some um, sound bites. It's going to be like... <laughs> Watch. Let's hope that you... Let's hope, Let's hope that you cover that up with sound You guys heard it from my mouth. Okay. Yeah. So this is session ten yeah. of Shop Therapy Podcast. Um Kyra, take it away. This is I don't know. I feel like I just wanna like sit in because I it, I feel like it just really hit me as like session ten. You wanna start drinking now? Well, We're drinking wine. We are. Obviously. The shop is closed, clients are gone, pop a bottle, and let's discuss everything beauty and more. What are we drinking today? Ooh. Oh, that was loud. It scared me. So we are drinking Chardonnay. Did our guests? That's what our guests requested. Ooh. Yep. Interesting. Um, and you know, I'm all white over red, so... This should be good. Although when I picked this up today, I was a little mad that the store I went to, they didn't have um, their wine in the cooler. Oh, white is supposed to be a little bit more chilled. Yeah. Well, that's what I was like. That's why I'm like, definitely since it's white, like I want a chilled bottle and they weren't, um, they didn't have any. Well, I will say that I used to have like some amazing nights, the Chardonnay when I worked at Liba Salon. Mm. So it was three of us after the salon and we would just go back to my friend Denise's house, RIP, because she passed away. And she was Aww. a young, 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 beautiful, beautiful girl. Um, I always remember her because she was like, little white girl, platinum hair, and she had thug life and rainbow tatted on her stomach. <laughs> really? I swear to God, she was like the coolest chick you could ever meet. And she was an amazing hairstylist. And we used to go to her house and um and she loves Chardonnay and that's what got me drinking wine because we would drink so bottles good. of Chardonnay. This is really really good. Well, cheers, Chef. Cheers. Session ten. Ten big, more. Big big. Ooh, to ooh, ten ooh, more ooh, times ooh, ten. Times ten. We're there. So, how was your week? What did you do for wellness? So, when did we record last? So our last. Um, episode Tuesday. was the mini-sode. Yes, 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 yes. So, since Tuesday, I think Tuesday I was kind of down. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of in the middle of everything and moving and right, just right, being right. like super stressed out. Um, I feel like I'm getting my feet underneath me. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more confident in a couple things. So, it it's working out for me. As far as wellness, for the week I don't really know if it was wellness but Game of Thrones you- I told you I can't relate to you on your GOT 
Although, you know, I see things on social media, I guess a lot of people didn't like the final um, episode. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of trash, but the reality is, it's a show, I enjoyed it, they ended, they wrapped everything up. Um, so is it like done, it's like never coming back? I don't know, you know, they're going to do a whole bunch of spinoffs and things like that, hopefully it's uh, good. What I'm really excited for now is that it's, you know, moving right along, me, yeah. X-Men. Did you not know I was a real nerd like this? No. Is this, like, new to you? It is. Oh, well. I'm so thinking you about to say something, like, something real girly, like being Mary Jane or something like that. X-Men? Oh, no, I'm, like, nerd. Okay. I'm, like, superhero, Harry Potter, like, Magnificent Beast, X-Men, like, I'm Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, so, X-Men's coming out, and the reason why I brought it up is because Sansa is playing the Phoenix. Y'all, y'all could write me about this and we could talk all about it, but Sansa looks good as the Phoenix Knight. So excited for it. Um, and where Kyra sits in the corner with her crickets. Whatever, it was wellness for me and it made me feel good. And just for you guys out there who are Game of Thrones um, enthusiasts, there's a podcast that I listen to called Westeros, um, starring An- um, Andrew Schultz. It is not, it is all inappropriate, but it is so so good and he does a recap of um game of thrones but he does it from like the dude's perspective it is hilarious you guys gotta tune in thank me later how about your week um so let's do a backtrack today i went to go get my hair done i know i saw the video yeah it looks shout out to our one of our former guests sir larry Safe travels. He's going to Aruba tomorrow morning. Larry just be all over the place. Gone, gone. Um, and then really, I guess like nothing compared to between Mother's Day and like this week. Did you do something for wellness, or was that considered it was your really, hair appointment? Yeah, I would say like the hair appointment. But honestly, I'm really settled into this new work schedule. Remember, I was like, I'm only there two days a week now. And, like, Tuesdays are my full days off. So, it's really, like, now Sunday and Tuesdays are my days off. Um, but, like, I just, I feel like my wellness has been just me settling, like, into my own and being at peace with kind of not being so busy and rushed lately. Mm. Just kind of really just moving at the beat of my own drum and just, like, coasting. But you, what's interesting is that in the beginning, when we first started our podcast, like dialing back to episode one, mm-hmm. that was one of the things you loved about your schedule, is that you were kind of going to your own pace, and then it got switched up, and now you're back to that. So. Well, and that was the thing. It was like, I was going to my own pace, and then I felt um, certain people that I was working with, not you, but just in general of... Better not be me. <laughs> just in general of, I think, like, people started to take notice of like oh Kyra has a really flexible schedule like I'm just gonna hit and then it just got for a period of time like a little too crazy mm-hmm. and then it was like whoa 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 yeah no I gotta take a step back so, you always gotta create that peace of mind yeah right and I was just talking to my friend um Shannon love her to death shout out Shannon she listens to our um podcast all the time and it's so weird because she likes to have conversations with me about our conversations really this is weird but um um but we were just talking about creating boundaries Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's something that you know maybe episode you know session 10 that's something that we take forward for the next you know 10 sessions 
given us some yep. goals of creating boundaries that's within good. our work life. Yeah, that's good. The power of no is amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I had someone. Um, Ooh, why can't I say no to you next time? You'd be like, Shay, I'm like, no. No, it, <laughs> but it can't. It can't happen to me. I just so, said no to everybody. No, 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 no. Not me. No. no. Everybody except I and the boyfriend. No. And Sheila. No. And your niece. No. <laughs> and your sister. <laughs> You gotta live. You gotta live. No, no, no. No. No, no. But yeah, you're right. The power of no. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Someone had, like, contacted me to do kind of, like, they wanted to do, like, a brainstorming um, thing. And it was kind of, like, weird. And I was just trying to, like, understand, like, where the... And I was just like, yeah, no. No. I was like, I feel like there's a lot of information if you go on my website... You know, if you follow me on social media, like, I'm very open as far as, like, posting things. So, I'm like, I think what you're looking for, you'll find online. Like, I'm not going to block out two hours of my day or whatever. Like, no. And, I mean, okay, let's just say, as stylists and as creatives, we do have the opportunity to set our schedules. Mm -hmm. Even with the salon life, it's like, yeah, we work these five days or seven days, but that's something that you and your boss kind of come to an agreement on. And when you get more of that senior stylist status Mm -hmm. you are in charge of your own schedule but what I've learned is that you you have to be very selective in the things that you say yes to or you and you add on to your plate because again like last episode if everything's getting 15 percent then like what is it for right right so just you know being mindful of that and setting boundaries the power of no and understanding what you're truly the services you're offering mm-hmm. and this is like just even to go back like even when um it's funny i'm gonna say sarah um and i'll explain why i'm saying sarah that is funny because it's coming up later mm-hmm. but uh our past guest sarah um remember when she was like she loved to do blondes but she wasn't really doing that many of them and then it got to the point where it was like she was doing blondes and then it was like the updos and then that's like her thing She's like, I really don't want to, like, do men's cuts. I mm-hmm. really don't want to have kids in my chair. You know, she wants, like, the fun, funky color. She doesn't want kind of that basically touch-up. Mm-hmm. And not saying it happened overnight for her, but it. she was like, she worked at it, and literally that's, like, what her book is about yeah. is her blondes and her stylist. Yeah, she cultivated her day. Yeah. yeah, it was actually funny. I ended up speaking to her today as well. Okay. And she loved last episode, and she was like, oh, I'm coming to um, the next meeting with the you same guys. Words? I feel like shop therapy is going to storm the meetings, and they're going to be like, well, You know what's not- funny? I was like, I, I had a vision where I was like, the next meeting, I was like, I want to take a picture of everybody who showed up on basically on behalf of us putting it out there like mm-hmm. i want to take a picture of like and then imagine like a year from now of like oh we in here oh yeah we in here it's gonna be yeah. crazy but you know what guys i love it like let's cre- like okay what if we had like a beehive <laughs> like a beehive like i'm not saying i'm beyonce but like <laughs> we just had like everybody storming for us yeah like we shot pies I cannot. I cannot. I mean, that's a good. That's a good imagery. And we just gotta go. Like, we should do a flash dance at the next. 
they might get out. No, a flash mob. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna have security at the next meeting. Like, we gonna get go out. Spraying hairspray. Get get get. No, no. We can't get me arrested, and that is dealing with the legislature. No, 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 no. God. Don't dude. listen to Shay, okay, y'all. <laughs> Shay will lead y'all down the wrong path. Yeah, but it'll be fun. I cannot. <laughs> No, but I am excited to see in the next episode, um, the episode, the next meeting is June 11th. June 11th, guys. And it's actually funny, too. So I, um, I don't know if you've seen, I judged um, the senior project for an advisory board I'm on for a tech vocational school. Mm-hmm. And one of the judges, she's on the advisory board with me, too, so we have interacted a few times. She owns a salon. She is a master diva cut um a cutting specialist okay and we were talking and I was like oh yeah like you heard about the new writing class she's like no what and I'm like telling her everything and she's like wait what mm-hmm. and she's like wait wh-? she's like I knew you had a podcast but she's like what is it and I was like oh no here's the Facebook group join in da, da, da. she's like can you message me the next information and and add it I was like yep no problem did it as soon as I got to the car she's like oh yeah I'll definitely be there at the next one like I'm like this is literally what we're here for I just realized when you said June 11th that I'm supposed to be in Connecticut. Why do I miss all of them? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to change my schedule around. Well, if you could try to, because, and another thing of how I said last episode of I was on the low of doing that Facebook Live, I'm going to continue to do that until they say until no. Until they kick you out. That's fine. Oh, so. I'm supposed to be in Connecticut. I'm going to have to change that around. Stay tuned. <laughs> Shay will be in the building. Stay tuned. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's get into uh, my consultation corner. So, what are you consulting us about today? So, it's actually not really consulting. It's, I want to open up a dialogue with you and pose this question. Hmm. When do you fire a client? So, I'm going to give you a scenario. Mm. Oh, fire or keep, like a, like a game? Let's play. Oh, fire or keep. So, I read a lot of articles from, like, Modern Salon and Behind the Chair and stuff, right? So, there was a scenario of... Rebook or fire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is, is, that, <laughs> is that what this is called? The rebook or fire? Pre-book? Pre-book? Or fire? Pre-book or... Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. <laughs> sorry. Bye, bitch. Um... Okay, so, oh, oh, okay, this is what's fun. I'm going to give you three scenarios. Okay. Client comes in, first time she visits you, she asks you to cut her bangs, you cut the bangs and she, and you literally did, like, a dusting. And she freaks out. Oh, my God, these are so short. You're like, no, they'll settle in. She leaves, rebooks with you, comes back eight weeks later. Oh, my God, all my friends love my bangs. They're so amazing. She's in your chair today for a color. I've always added one process. I want to add a little bit of a highlight, not to like level nine, but probably about like a level seven. Give me a little breakup. Cool. You do it with a low um, peroxide volume just to break that uh, cast off. You tone, you this ash toner. Deep. Did this happen? No, it didn't happen to me, but this is a, this Come is, on. this You're is. very specific. <laughs> this is modern salon, okay? Okay, go on. You tone her with a very, very ash tone. She's like, oh my God, this is too much. You literally did, and you counted 10 foils. 
she's like, oh my God, this is too much. This is overbearing. And you're like, no, like settle into it. Like really like play with it. Like it goes great with your natural base. Blah, blah, blah. She ends up rebooking with you. She comes back eight weeks later. Oh my God, all my coworkers love my hair. Da, 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 da. I'm ready to add more. So you do your lowlights and your highlights. Do a blend. She freaks out again. Okay, so I'm sending at this pattern. point. Yes, exactly. At this point. So do I rebook or, or do you buy Felicia? Yeah, I would rebook. Honestly, really? Yeah. Um, I am aggravating. I know that about myself. And as, a style, as, as a style, as a client, person, okay. yeah, as a person, okay. it's a quality of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that I give people opportunities to deal with. I don't know if it's because I really don't know, but I can, I, me personally, mm -hmm. I can deal with that. See, I wouldn't be able to. And in the article of Modern Salon, I like totally agreed with his approach. Um, he was like, today this service is on the house, clearly, I can't satisfy your personal needs because you come back and say that everyone else is liking, but we're obviously not coming to some common ground. So I'd she rather is you satisfied. No, she's satisfied based on what other people are saying to her. Yeah, so for me, I took it out. She's a guest who doesn't know what's good for her, and that's what we as stylists are supposed to be doing. Yeah, giving so them when we're doing exactly when he's doing that and he's giving that to her, she is leaving the chair pretty much mad and saying something's wrong with it. She only agrees with it when she leaves the salon. Can't be mad that bad. She's leaving and pre-booking. Maybe it's not a pre. Maybe I missed right. Maybe it's not a pre-book. Maybe it's just she calls she's back calling later. later. Mm. If she's walking out of my salon crying every ten weeks, then yeah, okay, bye, Felicia. But if she is like, oh, I don't know, needs. just feeling a little queasy about it, and then I'm able to say, girl, this looks good on you. Like, I don't mind doing that extra talk you into it. Yeah, that, that I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay, but if she's walking out like flipping out each time. Uh-uh, girl. Don't nobody have the time for you to be <laughs> to coming into it. my space like that. Right. So I, I guess depending, it depending on. Mm -hmm. So it's it's funny because I am kind of and, and this is sad because I've been on the brink of trying to find this fire this client for like three years. I'll fire for you. Three years. Like literally, she is the true definition of a Debbie Downer. And, and the reason that I'm on a brink about it is because it really doesn't have anything to do with, like, hair or how her hair is coming out, like, after I style it. It's more of when she's in my state, in my space, of how negative and how, like, drained. Like, literally now when I see her energy. on my book, I'm like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Like, I'm literally doing, All like, ten Hail Marys before she sits in my chair. Jesus, Mary and, and Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. It's just always is like, she comes in and I'm like, oh, hey, let's say her name is Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Good to see you. Are we doing your retwist today? Like, yep, yep, cool, good. You know, I'm doing my consultation. I'm like, oh, so what's been going on with you? What's new? Oh, well, you know, the last, and it's like, does anything positive ever happen in your life? I got my hand raised. that we are the therapist. Oh, God. I knew you were going to go there. 
I do not feel that I am anybody's therapist. And when you are in my chair, it is an educational moment for you. Educating yep. you on how to create your style or recreate your style and how to care for your hair. I do not care what you did with Tommy last night. Right. You know what I mean? And, and yes, we might get into a little bit, but I keep our conversation very, very, very surface. And then I'm always kind of stopping it and adding on, oh, 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 so what about this be curly? Oh, let me show you how to do this product. So I keep on interjecting so that the conversation doesn't get too deep. That will. Or I talk about TV. See, I, see, I feel as though since I, I really don't do that, that it will be hard for me to revert. So Maybe with her, though. Maybe only with her. Maybe. Maybe you don't open No, and then, you know, it's yeah, the thing therapy is, like, and you. Therapy. The thing is, therapy. The thing is, too, is, like, I don't even know if I could go, like, the product route. Because, like, no lie, I had basically banned her from buying products from my retail shelf. Because she always brings it back. There's always an issue. Like, when I say she's negative, everything about her is negative. Maybe your new skincare dude will make her better. <laughs> Y'all, I just look over to my steam treatment with, like, the ugliest face because... Because I can't wait to get under that thing. I bet you can. <laughs> and you know what? She is coming in this week. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, but you know what? She's not going to get the steam treatment. Well, I mean, she hasn't. It's side note. I off My steam treatment is included in all colors because it's amazing for great coverage. She doesn't get a color. A color. Um, but if it's like a standalone you want a treatment, like you have to obviously book, you know, the additional 15 minutes. And she's coming in for her regular hmm. service. So don't make me happy. Can't wait. I bet. Well Did we have another scenario or was that just the only one? That was it. Did because see, I'm time? already just stressed out. The question I am giving to our listeners and to for you, Shay, to think about and for me also, is when and how do we fire a client? Obviously we have to stay very professional. We don't want to necessarily, even though it's te- technically you're burning that bridge, if you do fire that client, you still want to do it in a, in a professional manner so they're not walking out totally bad-mouthing you and, like, protesting in front of your salon. Um, so there's there's a fine line to walk in. And a lot of, just thinking of past conversations when it has come to firing clients, a lot of stylists who I've talked to, like, in their entire career, they probably, like, had to fire, like, two to three clients well yeah because it's not it's not gonna happen right right and the thing is like if it is a thing where like you're questioning firing clients like every couple of months then i think exactly that needs to be a reflection on how are you as that stylist or that technician yeah yeah um i always i always hear the thing of like recommending them to other people by saying like you know obviously you know i'm not i'm not I'm not getting what you want and mm-hmm. you know I can recommend you to this other stylist but then my but the funny part of me is like so you're just gonna unleash her on the world pretty much ain't my problem it's like an ex you an ex for a reason bye right yeah. well then ain't Tiffany bye Tiffany <laughs> bye Tiffany Aww. and there we have it why don't you guys share them on our Facebook page um because there's some some great ways great professional ways yeah. To release a client into the wilderness. I like that. Release instead of fire. Yeah. Release them. I'm going to release you back into the world. On into the woods, Bandy. Mm-hmm. It's like bait and, what is it? Bait and. Bait and switch. Oh. oh. 
When you fish and then you throw it back oh, into the water. Oh, 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 oh. Instead of actually keeping the fish and eating it, you throw it back in the water. You can you're so country and you can tell you talk to your father about this multiple times. But I feel like that's something your your dad even talked to you about. Nope. Hmm. Eh, wrong. Whatever. <laughs> So there we have it. There is my consultation corner. I like to sing. Like, I've noticed that a lot of episodes where I'm just like, hey, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I just break out into, like, a song. Yeah. Don't judge me, y'all, okay? I'm judging. Why? Stop singing. No. Maybe it's because I really like this wine today, too. Oh, it's good. It's all right. I like that it's warm. Yeah, um, it was. It's not bad warm. It yeah. isn't. It isn't. And it's 80 degrees outside, so it's really kind of hard to get. I'm joking. It's not that warm. It was warm today, though. No, I mean the wine. Oh. Shay's so shady. Shady Shay. There you are. There we have it. All right, let's move on. Jump into this episode. (laughs) Tell us who is coming, because this is one of your peaks. It is uh, Miss Sarah Beth. She is a master esthetician. Hey, master esthetician. And a great makeup artist. Hey, great makeup artist. Um, oh it's funny, like her and I have crossed paths, but we haven't actually physically worked together in the industry, but we have like a lot of the same friends. Um, she has worked at a salon right after I left. And but we have stayed connected, um, for a couple of years now, particularly through social media, um, and I have followed her work. I have appreciated her work because I feel like she's a great, like natural glow makeup artist. Oh, if that okay. makes sense, like yeah. she, I've seen like some of her heavier stuff, but she's really great at natural makeup, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate because it's like sometimes you don't need all that. No, you don't need to walk out looking like bacon of the faces for no. you too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's great, and I'm excited to dig deep into her, you know, her career path. Yeah, I'm excited to get to know her, and I'm actually excited to have a guest. I feel like, I don't know why, I feel like it has been a while. A while for a guest, yeah. Yeah, I know. And to, um, this will actually be our first makeup artist guest. Perfect. So we're going to lean a little bit more towards that end. Okay. Of, you know, digging in, in deep as far as the makeup artist mindset and the the uh, the their day-to-day of what they, you know, go through. You know what I will say, and this isn't for everybody who's listening to the podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. I like us talking when we look at each other opposed to looking into the camera. So you want me to stay where I am and I kind of feel like gaze it. into your eyes? I know that you guys can't see this, but it feels more like a regular conversation. Shay just wants to see my face more, y'all. She loves my eyes. They popping. I just got red lips today. (laughs) Let's talk to Sarah Beth. Oh, okay. You ain't gonna get into the red lips. All right. I'll just ask Sarah about it. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Um, As I stated earlier, this is our 10th episode, which is huge for us because this is, I feel in my mind, this is like our 100th episode. Like, this is big. Once you get used to it, it feels it's, regular. Yeah. Well, not regular, but can be exactly. you know, a normal we're, we're thing. Like, we're, we're going. We're moving. Are you thirsty? Oh, I am. Go it up. So, cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Good. We're excited for you. 
So you mentioned your mom. Is it a full service um, or is it just no, a spa? It, we're a skincare spa. I mean, okay. she, we used to do, when I was younger, my parents owned the spa together. It'll be open 28 years this summer. Wow. Elizabeth Renee Aesthetics in Wellesley. Shout out. That'll <laughs> <laughs> um, be good. Um, I started working for my parents at 14. Wow. So about, uh, it was probably about seven years ago, I got my, I ended up getting my nail license, mm-hmm. which I, that, that didn't last long. I didn't love it. So, yeah. we, you know, I liked. Oh, well, that's interesting that you had that yeah. you went I, for that. I ended up doing that because I, I was, I mean, as a single mom, mm-hmm. you know, I was looking for another way to make yeah, some money. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I figured I do my own nails all the time back then. So I went and got my nail license at a really crappy nail school in Dorchester that I don't even think exists anymore. Oh, I was going to say, oh, uh, no, I'm I think it might be for nails or something like that. Oh, and they literally I was like, they're, they're amazing. You know? I think they closed, so it's because oh, okay. of the board. Oh. <laughs> they're <laughs> good. <laughs> they were good. Um, so I had a job offer to be working there as an esthetician, running the makeup stuff. Um, Wait, at and the skincare? No, at a, at a place in Waltham. Okay. Um, and the owner was the person who hired my mom for her first job out of aesthetic school way back when. Or not right out of aesthetic school, but the first place my mom actually worked as a full-time esthetician. And I, she was like 20 years older than my mom, maybe 10 years older. But she absolutely had left Sesame Reality. She had a lead Mm. esthetician who was the manager of that, the aesthetics, had a lead nail tech who was the, the manager of that area and kept saying, oh, we'll knock them out and you'll get those jobs. And, but was telling my mom to save. Anyway, this, you know, this industry yeah, can get. Yeah. So I ended up leaving there. But I, when she offered me the full-time job, my mom was like, well, it's time. Go ahead, spread your wings. And I was like, yeah, I think it's time. I worked for my parents starting at 14. Yeah. It's kind of smart. It's kind of like, go learn some other stuff and bring it back right. home. Exactly. So that I took about That's six years. Angle. Five and a half, six years. I, I wasn't working for my mom. So then I was working on New Bruce Street for like four years. Where's that? Belafonte. Okay. Oh, which was? You were there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I know because you and I met, I think, like seven yep. years ago or yep. something. Yeah. Um, so I worked there, which there was a lot of things I loved. and But I just, I don't do great in the corporate industry. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a family-owned boutique spa. Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time. I mean, there was a lot. And I actually was, I ran into one of the girls I used to work with yesterday. And if any of you are watching, I miss my Bellas. My favorite co-workers I have ever had mm-hmm. was the group of women. There was a few men, too. Oh, that Newberry Street, Boylston area, like those teams yeah. that were created it, in that. We didn't get, it didn't get that catty mm-hmm. salon feel. Like, we had a solid group of people that were just amazing. Like, I still talk to a few of them, but we all lived so far away from each other. Um, like school. Right, exactly. Kind so of. I miss, but I, I miss them. We were a family. Mm-hmm. So then I left and went to Lifetime. I won't explain why I left there. They were just they kind of used me and maybe they told me light a fire under some people. And then I went to Lifetime and I was so excited for that because mm-hmm. I had been super into fitness. I lost forty five pounds a few years ago, so I was like, oh, maybe I can get in to be a trainer and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And that's and where we kind of like reconnected, right? Because that's when I was still at Westwood and she was doing her tour and interview. And I was like, right. oh, and but you were going to the Chestnut Hill mm-hmm. one and stuff. So that's I how was like, I, was I know like, her yeah. from social media. Yeah. I don't know why. See, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some connection. Right, yep, exactly. Yep. But the corporate, I just, it was even more corporate than Belafonte was. Okay. And Lifetime was super corporate. It was my, my boss wasn't, didn't like it. Yeah. So I, the, the, the manager of the whole place was awesome. The spa manager. I liked my assistant manager there, though, in case you're watching, because she's. <laughs> 
friends with both of us out here. So but I love everybody her. has their different But my stages. manager just, I can't do the catty stuff. So much in this industry gets so catty. Mm. I'm about loving each other and taking care of each other. I don't think I've experienced a lot of cattiness. I'd probably say... But see, with you though, I feel yeah, like I mainly, and this is to speak highly of just a Veda of, I feel like a Veda creates kind of, even though they're like independently owned salons, but they're underneath the Veda, um, you know, umbrella, a Veda sets like a great culture though. I'm not saying every salon is like that, that's underneath a Veda, but I felt like, yeah, there's like some sort of standard for a Veda. And sometimes, and I, and I, I was not to say it was all perfect, but even right. like the art, like the little things that we had in our salon, it was like, girl, you my sister. We're going to be mad okay. at each other. We'll be friends again tom- right. uh, tomorrow or maybe a week or maybe we need a month. Yeah. But it was always like this. But you're right. It, Aveda is very like family oriented. But I guess oh, my point was just that I haven't really experienced that a lot. I think more so going into my corporate role, I experience it a little bit more, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily catty. I characterize it as it's more political because mm-hmm. now you're working, you know, now now I'm not working within a salon. Mm-hmm. I'm working within a region and mm-hmm. how salons oh, yeah, play with each other. Game, I'm sure. And it and it and it's still not as bad as I kind of could think it could be. But anyways, I didn't want to get into that. My point was do you now that you're back at home with your mom how do you feel like do you feel a lot more comfortable is it i do well so you know i've tried to avoid the nepotism stuff you know i mm-hmm. <laughs> i will say like we're supposed to wear all black and i walked in there today wearing this and i'm sure her employees were like seriously mm-hmm. oh, that's but, that's I her daughter. but i also picked up today was a shift i picked up and i without my car working i was like if i'm gonna have to take the train through downtown boston i'm trying to look cute yeah my hair done <laughs> it's my birthday week yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about my whole day not just exactly. work i have to go to point a Honestly, to point b to say, yeah i also we all have smocks i could have put the smock over so i still wore the black pants right yeah. even though they're flip flops i still wore black shoes mm-hmm. you know um so if i have to but so anyway so the thing is we are commission only so that's the only thing that's tough right now so i'm rebuilding my entire business it feels like got it so I I like it. yeah when i gave my notice it. they kind of called me when i got home and told me not to come back yeah that was me it was i was like okay well probably so that i couldn't take any clients mm-hmm. but i hadn't been there long enough to build that relationship anyway with a lot of people i ran into an old client today in wellesley square and she's like where have you been i've got yeah. i'm like right down the street you know um do you have a title do you have a website I don't have my own website now. I have so my mom has her website, but and then I have right now just so I'm rebuilding everything. I've rebranded myself well, in a lot. Well, yeah. If you even if you just get like a landing page, mm-hmm. because if because that's how a lot of clients ended up coming to, back to me when I moved yeah. to my states. It was like literally they just do a Google search or like a Yelp, and it'll go to that you know landing page like just. For them to have some sort of direction of a uh, uh, point of contact. There's a few people without mentioning anybody that you know that that's over there that has yeah. been like, oh, you're looking for Sarah. Yeah, this yeah. is where she's at. Yes. You don't yes. get to know who did that. There's <laughs> a um, there's an esthetician that, so like I said, I, I taught in the spa for a hot minute. Some people graduated. They're still they're doing well, which is crazy. What did but, you teach there? Um, I taught on the spa floor. So it wasn't necessarily teaching them the foundations. It was more how to do consultations, right. how to go through, how to keep your room clean. It, it wasn't, I wasn't teaching them consultations. Um, but 
I've read a lot of um, successful estheticians, but the point is there was a guy who received some foundation when I was, and his name is Matthew Miller Skin. He is by far one of the best social media pages for estheticians that I've ever awesome. seen. So if you look into like, start like, where you, he does weird stuff. Like that me as just, I was gonna say a civilian, but me as just like a <laughs> consumer, right? He does like blood facials and stuff like that. And, and I think it's shock uh, so it's micro, value. The microneedling, yeah, where I, they spin the, the plasma. So somebody, he does I all types of stuff. Say either, so we do micro, we do micro channeling. But there was a place, so the ones that spin the plasma, which is usually the vampire facials, the blood facials, someone Wait, contracted, exactly. somebody contracted HIV from it. <gasps> no. We don't do In that. Massachusetts? No, no, uh, no. We, I have a girlfriend that works at a place that has nurses and they're under doctor's care to be able to do, it's a, some people call it a vampire facial, but it's a version of microneedling that is a little bit deeper than just an esthetician can do where they spin the plasma in your blood and put it back into the skin with, um, I, so I, I don't always have all the answers, so I'm gonna yeah, explain yeah. it best as I'm capable yep. of. If my mommy was here, guys, I'd be like, mommy, explain <laughs> it better, because <laughs> she's the bad scientist. Yeah. Um, where they spin your plasma, and they, how do they get your plasma? They take the blood from you. That's why it needs, there needs to be a nurse like or doctor. Injection. You know what, I'm not positive, mm -hmm. I believe so. And when they do the microneedling, so we use growth factors and artificial, I think it's artificial PFP that stimulates when we do microneedling, microchanneling is what we do, which is better for the skin because there's no dragging. Um, but it helps to, when the needles go into the skin, basically what it is is you're causing acute trauma, a certain type of trauma to the skin that stimulates healing. If you do it not deep enough, if you don't do it deep enough, it won't stimulate the healing in the skin. So what you're doing is when we when we produce collagen, right? Remember, when so fight or flight, and we're making it fight. Not really. Oh. But <laughs> if you guys can sit here and see our mean shaved face, this sounds real intense. I try. So I, I like, love microchanneling. Okay, wait. Side explain note, it. Hold on. I'm like, just side note. Just thinking of cost wise for microchanneling. So for us, how much it costs. Cost, so we charge. I want to say we charge like three twenty five, three fifty a service. Three hundred half hour. No, no, no. How long does it yeah, take? About forty minutes. So here's the thing though, it costs us for the needles alone $50 a treatment for just the needles. Okay, so $150. <laughs> I honestly, that's cheaper than I thought. Them, but that's the needle alone. Oh, that's the needle alone. Yeah. Not to mention we also use lidocaine mm -hmm. and other, and benzocaine and another, I can't think of the other one because the wine, but um, <laughs> we use three types of things, which those things get expensive. I, I bet. You know, so you're, and then we also have to use um, the serum that we use. Ours is created by a lab, but what happens in these places that do the vampire facial, they spin your plasma so that it creates growth factors. So when you get this trauma in the skin, right? So when you have a scar, you know how the scars get bumpy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm gonna the mix scab. it up, and I right now I don't have all the words. Not the scab, but the scar. Yeah, the scar, uh -huh. you have yeah. a scar, and it's uneven. That's why right you want here. a good plastic surgeon. Right, exactly. I have one on my yeah, knuckle. like that too. Like raise okay. up a so little bit. So when you have a good plastic surgeon, and they are cutting into you, they know how to cut into a, into a way that will not create, I mix up type one and type two, right? My brain's all over the place. But so one of the types of collagen it stacks it, and that's what creates a bumpy scar. So it okay. st stacks it. Whereas when you have micro channeling or micro needling that's done straight up and down, 
you're not creating collagen to to layer because you're going such clean and small mm. little um, incisions but that's not quite the right word but basically yeah. yeah so small that you actually produce the type of collagen that come seeps up through it like this and produce and helps to fill so like each on the bottom like rises up it, yes okay. so instead of stacking up it actually fills things in so anytime we have trauma your body goes into repair mode so it's stimulating cellular renewal it actually tricks your skin into thinking it's younger because it's trying to create healthier younger cells baby cells so the serums that we use in it help to um, create more longevity in that and brighten the skin and firm and tone the skin and make mm -hmm. your skin actually think it's younger right, right, right. when they use the plasma when they spin the plasma of your blood they're using your own blood and putting it back in and that blood has been spun and I don't have the exact science of it but basically that blood is being spun in a way that it can be used as your own PSP so you're it, so it's a little bit more extensive but I had heard I had a client tell me recently and I want to do some research on this that there was someone I think it was in California because if you don't do these right people's blood's going through this spinning thing to, right. to create this spun plasma and if it's not done correct if you're not cleaning everything and disposing of everything you get other, other right. people's blood which you would think people in in the because it's medical the medical field so this Matthew's clean. clean let me just say this Matthew no I believe I believe he's it. clean and um he's OCD so it's, he's good so it was just this one case yeah that I that I had heard of where someone got HIV which means they either reused something Some needles or something or the yeah. bag that they spun the blood I I, I haven't so used on that type so I'm not sure with yeah. the spinning of the blood how exactly that works we don't do that ours is so that's probably like a thousand dollar treatment when you do the well, and that, honestly when you're talking about this that's the price point that I was thinking you were going so to because say. we're not so we also don't we have two sizes of needles 0.25 and 0.5 um, which if you go to a doctor's office and get like the thousand dollar one or a dermatologist mm -hmm. where there's a nurse or whatever it may be it's I my guess is it's about a thousand dollars don't quote me on that yeah, but yeah. Um, because you're using it's the needles are deeper okay. and they're and you're bleeding from right. it and then you're getting your blood pushed back into your skin right. so it's a whole other thing people need different so I feel like, like I feel so like it's micro like needling I love but and micro channeling which is what we what we do but that is a little intense it's it feels like it's like kind of like acupuncture mixed with like so top but people don't believe with like, like bleed either I mean maybe it's a little couple specks but also when I extract people bleed a little bit you know yeah. this isn't an, it's not intense like that interesting is this considered okay so like yours isn't but like is vampire facials are they considered like a mess Right. That's also so like they micro channeling and micro needling is yes. My mom has like nurses she works with oh. and stuff. But but to be you actually need a I believe it has to be a nurse that actually performs it when they're doing the spinning of the blood. So that's not even a med spa. That's a place that actually has like either a doctor on site or a nurse on site at all times and either a doctor or a nurse is performing it. I don't believe in esthetic as far as I know, again, don't quote me. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, I don't believe in esthetician is at all allowed to do that wow they might be allowed to do the the, the micro needling portion of it but this the taking the blood and the right. spinning of the blood because we're not allowed to work with well blood. and this is just interesting going to just in general the podcast our last couple of episodes we have been really kind of like uh zeroing in on like safe words and i don't know if you 
are you aware of the new regulations? So I'm not. So I saw. I actually you saw that on your page. Yeah. But I haven't. I with this. I have this spray tan special going on at yeah. work, which has been my whole focus. Yeah. <laughs> so particularly for aesthetic school, starting June first. 600 hours, It's right? going to 600 hours. I don't hours. think that's a bad idea. No, no, no. And I love that idea, particularly just for a lot that is hot. You have the lashing. I'm not saying that these like, schools are going to do this. They're doing super stuff in these and Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, the 600 hours is really... And I see <laughs> some of the curriculum that has been submitted, and it's like, you know, the lash extensions. Um, not necessarily the micro braiding, but more of... Um, the brow tinting, yep. um, which the was ombre brows, right? It was illegal when I went to school too. How it's long have just, you been? Um, eleven years. So I've been fifteen years. Okay, I've been fifteen years this summer. And yeah. it, why it really actually kind of changed around because it's more of like you have to use the vegetable dye, right? Which, a whole, which right. is a whole other thing. But it's the same. But a lot of schools don't teach it though. Like I know even just like with yeah, the cosmetology school that like I'm at. We don't even we the the basic we do is we stop at waxing. We do skincare. We do That's the basic facials exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So aesthetic schools, I they're I'm hoping. I went to Catherine Hines, which I think is an amazing, okay. amazing school, and I honestly would recommend that if anyone wants to get into aesthetics. Yeah. My mom knew Catherine. Poor Catherine, I believe she has like Alzheimer's and stuff now. Oh. But Anne Hines owns it now. Who was actually a member at Lifetime in Chestnut Hill, which oh, really? was so funny, and she'd be like. Sarah, we need to get together. Cause she's known my mom for like forty something years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that school is extensive. So it's like still family run. That's cool. It is. It we is. And she's amazing. Um, eyebrow tinting mm-hmm. and um, lash tinting mm-hmm. at at the school that I taught at. Oh, okay. But it was in North Carolina, uh, so the regulations uh, were a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For like fifteen, ten, probably like eleven, twelve years, it was illegal here. Yeah. No, it was for a while. It, it just. Like two years ago or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's because it's the quote unquote we gotta use the vegetable dye. Yeah. But I think it's but all there were say, a lot of places were using that before though. But as it's more of like the reformulated pen yeah. stuff and all that well, other thing. Do you know what why? It, so what happened was somebody who, I believe from what I re- remember, mm-hmm. somebody who wasn't even an esthetician. Mm-hmm. It might have been somebody who was a, a cosmetologist. Oh, yeah. Used like hair dye on somebody's First lashes all, or like, something. Well, and lashes out. Right. Brows say, is fine. I was gonna say brows. You see that all the time. Right. There's exactly. an extra color in the oh, home. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. All the time. I, I never at, did it until it was regulated. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I saw that. Leave it up to Shay. <laughs> sure, sure. We had a we, we had right. video with you and that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but so yeah, I say this all to say um, somebody did it on somebody's lashes. Like, yeah, oh, so that's no. crazy. Right. That's, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> so I, that, no, but just uh, just like the regulations, uh, that's that's one of the things that I am happy of one of the changes that's coming, um, because it open not obviously they're not gonna, you know, go in deep as far as like the medi spa type thing, but it's opening it up to just in general in our beauty field uh, exactly. So, so I was lucky for that. I only did three hundred hours, yeah. but I went straight to my my mom taught at Catherine Hines when it first opened mm-hmm. like forty years ago. She, so I had my mom, so the stuff that they would teach is 600 hours, seven or six and six and 900 hours. My mom had all the equipment for, Yeah. you know, so she literally just taught me through all that. It made more sense to learn it from my mom yeah, right, right, right. than spend more time in school because I could just go straight into it, mm-hmm. you know, but we didn't do as 
deep, extensive things as estheticians are doing now. Right. You know, we're working. The fact that we're that estheticians are working with needles that aren't just little lancets right now. That's a big change. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, a, it's a lot of innovation and, it's and a, a lot of technology. It is, it is. And you don't want this, and no offense, but a lot of people end up getting into cosmetology or aesthetics because they don't know what to do with, else to do with themselves. Well, that's not any offense. That's the reality. And it doesn't, no, it is. You know, and, and that's one of, and that now this is let's play devil's advocate of these new regulations, um, in which we had talked about in our last episode of it's just scary, of, particularly if you just look at the whole new thing for cosmetologists. Once you get licensed, like you can go in and own your own salon. You don't have to wait the two years wait, or what? anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't have to wait so two there's years. There's no type one and type two license anymore. It's really? Just straight cosmetologist. But so, but that's just for cosmetologists. Same thing for barbers. But not aesthetics. Not aesthetics. Okay. I don't think they. Don't quote me. Right. That sounds you weird. Though. Well, I was gonna say, say don't be. quote me. Because uh, literally, they, they're, they're bridging it like all. They're bridging everything together. Some experience, yeah, and particularly, I mean, Shay and I can attest to this as far as like working with actual students and stuff. We and I don't, I don't know necessarily like you're the school you taught at Shay, but the school that I'm at, we literally not saying that it's the end all be all of state board, but we're just drilling so much in your head for state board. We're wanting you to get that advanced education that and that true realistic experience in the salon world. So if we're just really preparing you just for state board and then you're going out and you're able to get a salon and the Aveda uh, Institutes are very different in that in that um, fact. Okay. They prepare you for salon life. Yeah. And then state board is literally just at the end. Yeah. Like I they like we you do little segments of it at each end, but when they really start drilling you for state board is right at the end. They prepare you for techniques and things like that. But that is not something that is, you know, that is heard of. Yeah. I think the Aveda Institutes are just very special in that, right, in, in right. that um, aspect. Right. But then, see, when I was talking to Lonnie today when I was getting my hair done, he made a great point. He was like, honestly, he's like, this will probably be, be great for, like, us who have been in the field of experience because after a while, it's going to be that, that clientele that is really going to value like reviews and stuff mm-hmm. right they're really gonna like start to do their research of like okay like I need someone who is like really good who's really been in the industry who like knows their thing and they're really gonna seek after that like it's all not the thing can I bring up this one thing right so there was this art it has nothing to do with our industry right mm-hmm. but there was this guy and you can look it up he he opened a restaurant Okay, I got my little funny ear quotation marks. Right? Is that still going? No, no. Okay. But um, so he had a he had a restaurant, and that wasn't really a restaurant. But what he did is he had all his friends make reviews. He took pictures in his backyard. When people he set up a website, when people would come, he'd be like, "Oh, we're booked, like busy," and he would just set pictures. Yelp's highest rating, five ratings. There was no restaurant. There was no restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Just so he did this. He he did this to prove a point of like he didn't. And he wow. was he was actually renting someone's like room or whatever, and they had this backyard. So he would set a little picture and be like, "Oh, Friday night, we're so booked," and like take a picture or put a dish and take a picture. And all his friends, you know, Yelp reviews, and then because right. they were doing Yelp reviews, other people were saying, "Oh my gosh, like." I couldn't get in. It was so busy. 
it was a no- it was nothing. So my point is, what is to me? I'm just like, what are reviews really doing? True. Because why can't I just get some of my homies to be like, oh, that's what I did when I was on Waterline. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. girl. Okay, and I'm going to be so honest here, too, is because when I first started on Wedding Wire, I was like, I don't even know how to, which I left Wedding Wire because it wasn't worth it. They're expensive, and I'm at most of mine's word of mouth anyway. Yeah. But I literally hit up my friends like, say you got married on this day, I did your makeup, say you got married on that yeah. day, because I needed some reviews, you know? And That's what I'm saying. So how good are reviews these days? I That's think, true. right, right. It's so, just overall, it's just, these regulations are just very it's very scary honestly i feel like the next couple of years for the board is going to be a total shit show and we're going to be right there Happy. i actually would love to be teaching do we need anybody for athletics we do not have a school here our closest school is yeah. maine and new york and so, and you would have to work at an Aveda salon. But if your mom wants to bring in some Aveda products, I'm down. Yeah, she will. <laughs> she My mom has her own. No, nah, she has every product that we carry that's skincare is, pri- is not hers. not even private label. She actually has formulated at formulated at labs. Uh, she has ten different labs that formulate their skincare. Well, to body give you products maybe, but not if it says Aveda. It would. Yeah. The so she won't. Yeah, it. she won't do that. She um, works so hard on her line that she's, pre- which is her own thing. You yeah, know, which that's is bomb. Um, well, if you're, like I said, right now we're in the chapter at the school that I'm at of skincare. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to kind of get a little feel for, you definitely could come and do, like, do a like demo. A, yeah, if you want like a guest. Yeah. Oh, do a demo yeah. on me. <laughs> we'll we'll get some stuff time. done for you anyway. But yeah, I don't have any Share time. And you know what? Time. I only use a beta product. No, I'm telling you. Listen, but I have literally. I'm been allergic bred. to salicylic acid. I can only use a beta so salicylic. So allergic to Advil. I'm allergic. Yeah, I'm okay. allergic to aspirin. So okay. I can only yep. use a beta salicylic acid because wow. we're all naturally derived. So our salicylic acid is derived from wintergreen, just like our sulfates okay. and different things like that. So I get very sulfates weird. are detergents. Any any type of detergent, even if it's natural, can still trip your skin. Though. No meaning make you sensitive. Meaning like. It's just all of them naturally derived. So okay. our sulfates are derived from Babasuna. So natural so it's like it's just also weird. Do so no. and natural and organic are very broad terms. And they they, they are our clients yeah. come they in and they're are. like, Oh, I only use natural I'm like, What? But well, they tell, are tell me about it. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll have this conversation with you. They are. But I will say with the beta is that they have been natural and they don't claim organic and they don't claim all natural they say naturally derived ingredients mm-hmm. so I think that's a little bit yeah. of a little different point and they've been saying that since the 80s I when it wasn't like cool I think you would actually really like my mom's line yeah. if, you, if that's I just don't thought. use like over well, like over the counter yeah, like stuff like that I and then different product brands I get really weird she's just because so of those particular issues. she there's so many so she actually had so many products reformulated when everyone got worried about uh, parabens mm-hmm. and you know the paraben thing was pretty much like a, a study in England that happened once that oh made girl the whole it's world all fads out. it's all fat sulfates it's a fad it's yeah. like oh, they're all this thing. different depending but most sulfates so on the skin and hair fad meaning drying. like people are not but people are not educated on it. They right. pick up a something they and they hear just it, they like see it. That's they a cro- grab a client. I'm like, listen, call or text me. Do not Google it because you're gonna get all sorts of craziness. 
Call or text me. And if I don't have the answer, my mom does. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, okay, so the sulfates, people go, oh, I don't want to use shampoo with sulfate. Okay, well, here, here's a sulfate free. And then I tell them, but Aveda sulfates are a little bit more softer because they are bothersome, yeah. which is a little bit more moisturizing. Okay, so I give There's it to no them. There's no sulfates in Moroccan oil, right? I give it to so them. So there depends because there are some good sulfates. Right. Well, because you still want to be able to clean stuff. Well, but on your what I'm skin, saying. stripping. Yeah. Oh, on the skin, I can't believe that. Yeah, but when, when people come sensitive. back, what they say, they'll go, oh, I don't like the shampoo. Why don't you like it? Oh, it doesn't suds. Uh, so some people have to get so used see, to that. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's a education. It's a co-conditioning and stuff that people got because it was their a fact. It's an education thing. It's a lack of education for the consumer. And people don't totally understand what that means. Like, So you have to wait until you're your hair and your skin rebalance their oil production based on what you're using. So mm-hmm. if you're like, but I'm getting oily, you're going to have to be, everything in this industry. So I was talking to my hairdresser today, because even though I colored my own hair, we were discussing how people are when they try to be platinum. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are like, oh, you can do it on you, do it on me. I'm like, it's going to take us like two months to get you this light. Yeah. yeah. Don't, especially, and you know, I have friends, especially my friends that are flat, yeah. right? We cannot sit here and lift your hair to no, platinum no, no. overnight. It's a process. It took seven hours for me to transition. Well, I'm glad that ago. you know that because <laughs> there are some kitchen beauticians oh, yeah, no. and sell dreams. Well, I destroyed my own hair like that before I started working at Lifetime. So my friend Gina, I don't know if you know Gina Jean at all, but she used to be a hairstylist. She's a preschool teacher now, but she was coloring my hair. And then when she, was it when she got pregnant? Or we just didn't, our time wasn't fitting up. And so I started doing it myself again because I can get the product from my aesthetics license. I overlapped. I wasn't using Olaplex. Like, it was bad. It was a lot. So now I use the lowest volume. I put Olaplex. I add actual conditioner when I bleach my hair. And I'll sit there for hours and just be like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to do stuff around the house. People need to understand that things take time. You know, yeah. If you want to be platinum, do not expect no. We are you're not Kim Kardashian. She wears wigs most of the time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it took her what they said fourteen hours when she went platinum, yeah. like with her own hair, yeah. and then she still had extensions. So don't expect that to happen with skincare, hair care, none of it. Said from an esthetician, y'all. Yeah. Right. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> so okay, so let's take a little curve. And this is called Shay's shop talk. <laughs> so a part of me is. I'm kind of envious of the way that she does not budge on her prices. Like, she does not discount herself, okay? Okay. So, and 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 I appreciate it in a way. Now, so the other day we were at the salon and there was a guest who was wanting a balayage, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say how it is and you can relate it to your industry. Um, and what she was wanting and what she was booked for and what she was willing to pay for, right, was not there. Now, me, I've been conditioned to be like, what can I do for you? Let me try to make amends. And so this woman, amazing stylist, I, I have to keep on saying, because I, I felt like I, I probably did it the wrong way. But um, she was saying, listen, this is what you booked for. This is what you want. You know, this is what you're saying you want to pay for. And this is what I can give you for that price point. But I'm not going to be able to give you what you want. Right. And the, I mean, the lady was, she was above board and this kind of goes back to you Carver in the beginning she like walked out she was crying and so for me just as someone who speaks to the salon owners and the salon stylist I stepped in mm-hmm. let me pause she brought me in she was like as a second person mm-hmm. to just kind of back her up on the consultation and I was like is there some way we can kind of meet in the middle and she kind of looked at me like all right bitch the I don't need you anymore the stylist 
And so <laughs> when the girl was leaving, she was cr- like she was crying. Now she's getting married. She had her wedding photo, so there was a lot of reasons why she was crying. But I stepped in. I tried to read. You know, you know, maybe you need to go with someone that there's different price points here. Like I explained a lot more things. And one of the things that Silas said to me in the beginning, we're over right now, but in the beginning, she, you know, she had said to the owner once the girl had, she was, you can book her with Kay or whatever. And I was like, no. It's not about booking her with me. It's about not having anyone leave unhappy. So my question is, do you think I was wrong to step in? So there's a fine line. Mm. So Okay, so with skincare, it's very different. Because you book a facial, you have set time, and you leave. It's very different. You're not... But makeup is a different ball. Okay, so put it to makeup. So that's such a fine line. So I had, I was so mad. I had my mom take this out of the computer. So before I came back, they didn't really have anyone that was focused on makeup the way I am. It was estheticians that will apply makeup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And especially because a lot of my mom's crowd is an older crowd. um, Is an older crowd that, that, so when the, the estheticians like my mom and another one that does a lot of makeup, that's a whole other ball game. They're working with older women. It's very different. I had in the computer somehow there was something that said a thirty dollar eye makeup, Mm-mm. which I'm like, what is that? Mm-mm. I charge seventy five dollars right, for makeup application, right. no mm-hmm. matter what you get. <coughs> that's what I charge, and it's different than a hair salon. You're a master makeup artist, right? So I had my mom change check after this because I had a girl come in for her prom. That she's like, oh, I'm doing eyes only for $30. And I'm like, what? Eyes is like most of it, right? Right. Plus, it's not going to look good if I'm not doing the whole face. Mm-hmm. If I'm not cleaning up with concealer and having the foundation shape everything and having things complement, I was like so frustrated because it was really original. My mom had put that in for if someone comes in for a quick makeup eye, eye update is what it was supposed to be. Is Hey, let me just show you a couple things you can do at home. It's like, click, 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 click. We're done. Yeah. Right? The girl was like, oh, I want this. And it was, you know, Kardashian-style makeup. Okay. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm going to bring in lashes because we don't eat, apply lashes right now. So I'm the one bringing in the lashes because of our, what we've had in the past. Yeah. I'm like, it's not going to look good if I don't do the whole face. She's like, well, I only want to spend $30. I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, I will do the best that I can. And I did, that's the thing, is I did make I it work. The best Unfortunately, you're going to get what you're paying for, right? So there's a combination of it's but not there wasn't good. that conversation. It was I was so frustrated that I also you didn't take want to this? give up a client. Right. So, all, so but I, hair takes longer, so there's a different I think there like you said, that we meet in the middle. And this girl I kinda felt bad because I'm like it's not gonna I'm thinking it's not gonna look as good if I'm not doing if I'm not concealing once I put things on. You know, because that makes a huge difference for eye makeup application. But if somebody would have stepped in and said that, would would you would have would you have been mad at that person? No. So that's another thing too. Is more of us in this industry need to learn to work together and not feel like it's so competitive all the time, Mm -hmm. right? That's a big problem people have in this industry. Is why can't we have opinions with each other, especially to help keep a client? Now, if a client's just straight up difficult. And they're like, oh, no, I want a $30 makeup application or, you know, mm-hmm. in my industry, that's what it would be. I'd be like, listen, that's just not going to happen. End of story. You're either going to pay full price or we're going to do a more simple thing. Plain and simple. I think that's where her, where her, her where she stood. 
And, and I, yeah. I, I, so I, like you said, I get envious of people that are good about keeping their rates solid. I love, I like to take care of people, and I also like to build the clientele, so mm-hmm. I tend to be like, oh, okay. That's why I, I stopped doing makeup for like three years, because I wasn't being consistent in charging people what I should be. Wow. So there's a fine line, and I think that both clients and people who are in the beauty industry both need to come together to understand, so I hope people of all of this yeah. are listening. But... Clients need to be a little understanding of sometimes you didn't book the right thing and sometimes we can't give the the service that you want for what you're paying. So you need to compromise as much as you want us to. So also yeah. for the pe- person who's the beauty expert, we need to compromise, they need to compromise. Unfortunately, there's a lot of no, I'm right, no, I'm right. If we could learn for everybody, and sh- nobody should be holding it against you. It wasn't like you were swooping in to steal no, a client. No, no, no. <laughs> and actually, she wasn't upset. Okay. It was just something that I felt like I overstepped, and so I wasn't sure. How, well, do you have an opinion on it? And then we so, can. Well, this kind of. Like we've been here for forever. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of goes back to where. Um, remember, we were talking about like arriving early for like your schedule, right? So. Of something of like more of like a confirmation how you were saying like in this amount of time we'll find you beforehand yada 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 particularly when it comes to and I'm not obviously didn't fall on you Shay um, but when it comes to I feel like those specialty type of services that like pre-consultation like over the phone like needs to take place right or if it's like I do this all the time but like if I have a new client even if it's something as simple as like she's booking a blow dry flat iron because that's one of my services on the website mm-hmm. so the new client I never seen I'm calling her and I'm asking her those questions and she's like oh yeah like I just took my hair out of braids and I have a really and I'm like yeah that's not a blow dry flat iron like that's a silk press right so be okay. and yeah. but you know what I mean like I was able to More catch fingers, that beforehand yeah. or something that's like hard that to do. I will say so, that that's that's important but it's very hard to do it yeah. depends on the setting so for you having your own space yeah, 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 yeah. we have a receptionist who takes all the calls, exactly. asks the questions, she's not, and no matter how long they, right, no matter how long they've been working there, how much they know, they might not be able to answer the question. You yeah. can't field all that out. So especially with hair, I think hair is even because hair can be a anywhere from a fifteen to a seven, a fifteen minute to a seven hour service. Yeah. Okay. So, but the receptionist or whatever you know, whoever's answering the phones might not have those answers. I think right. consultations are huge. Yes. Um, I think that, so for any receptionist listening, I think that when in doubt, go with a beauty expert. Yeah. And be like, mm, what do you want me to do with this? Yeah. And I will often, and I love the, come in for a free consultation. I'll give oh, you yeah. a few free minutes. Oh, yeah, free consultations. So you that is one of the most underrated things yeah. in life. Yeah. Come in for a free consultation. Mm-hmm. Meet your stylist. Yeah. 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 I definitely promote those as a free consultation. It's funny because I actually had a client about like two weeks ago. She wants to do like a whole new color. And I'm like, oh, and she was like DMing me. And I'm like, you know, come on for the conversation. She's like, wait, like, come on. I'm like, it's I'm like, in order for me to really give you what you want and desire right. and stuff, like, I'd rather kind of shift out all that mishap that may yeah. take place. The conversation. Right. I love it. Right, absolutely. Because for us to give our best service, going in blind to things, like, I had a girl come in. Yeah. To, yeah. So yeah. yeah. But yes, consultations absolutely underrated. There should be more of that, and I think that the client and the beauty expert need to be able to compromise together. That's so that. I'm taking all that I wasn't wrong. No, <laughs> so I, don't, I don't think you're wrong. At the end of the day, because y'all know how shady Shay gets. No, but you know what? She didn't take me wrong either. I just 
I felt bad for um, overstepping and I didn't know if I had overstepped. Well, also, don't be, we also can be hard on ourselves in this industry because we're people pleasers that's in the too. industry. So yeah. Well, it honestly has been like so refreshing having you. And <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. And as we say, until next time, cheers. Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time, cheers, beauties and gents.